for teaching friends from across the country. We've discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Rana. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard? (laughs) (laughs) Knowing when to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Actually... You know what? Wait a minute, wait a minute, Deanne. Don't even say it. You know, we should do a podcast for everyone out there of all the stuff we say before we go on the air. Because it's really fun. (laughs) That would be good. (laughs) We're thinking about that. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We'll be like totally off mic. Get on. Get on. Okay, I'm sorry, Deanne. You know what's really hard? <laughs> Gearing up to teach summer school when you've just finished your school year. Dun, 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 dun. Wasn't quite the music oh I was going to play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> love that music. We've, we've probably all been there. The cumulative records are done. The report cards are done. Your room is packed up. You turned in your lesson plans and record books, and you have prep to do because now you're teaching summer school. Oh, oh, I know. Please. <laughs> you know, just the weight of it. I've taught, I've taught many many years of summer school, not any recently, I will say that. (laughs) um, Yeah, I just remember that feeling at the end of the year, and it just kind of sat on my shoulders. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's another job. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You don't even get a break, and it's so hard. (laughs) But there can be positives, too. Like? Well, I only taught summer school <laughs> once, and <laughs> so actually, I'm not the person to ask, but I would imagine there are positives. When people tell me they're teaching summer school, I always say, oh, well, how nice. What are you teaching? <laughs> well, I will say this. Like, in our state, in, in Michigan, no. your retirement is based on your three highest paid years, so Teaching summer school in your district is a way to pad to pad that, not just your salary and because and, you need to have some extra money, but it, it can actually help your retirement in the long well, it follow, run. Oh. It follows you through life. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that is and a plus. You get, you get more teaching in, in our state, you get more teaching service time when you teach summer school. Well, there's that reason. And the other reason is if you're in teaching because you like kids and you like to be with them, that summer school job just gives you a little more time to be with kids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, there's shorter hours, easier hours, and like the classes are probably smaller, you know, because not that many kids go. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I got to just say something here. Okay. Are you channeling Doris Day right now? No, I like it. I miss them. I was just thinking summer would be a good time to do them. Okay. I feel like I need the, the, the index fingers and the dimples. I Okay, so I, don't get me wrong. I do love kids. I'm a teacher. I, I love kids. Of course. 
But I got to say, I can't, I, that mindset does not work for me. In the third week of June, after I've done everything and I'm exhausted and now I have to turn okay. around. Okay. Okay. So I taught summer school once. Um, it was a math uh, remedial program mm-hmm. for fifth and sixth graders. They were really tough fifth and sixth graders. Oh boy. It was the beginning, very beginning of my career. But you know what? What a really okay, and I loved it. I loved everything about it because I was finally a teacher and they let me teach summer school. What did I know? But I also loved that it was a job that was over by noon. I was home or at the pool by one o'clock. That's true. All right. So there are some pluses. Mm -hmm. There are. Okay. Well, and another, oh, I just thought of another plus. Another right. plus is that you're with different kids usually. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they're so not, like the, a new they're not the ones you're sick of. Chance for new relationships, right? Right. You know, if you are someone who, I mean, those of us who've been in the career field a while probably don't move school districts as much because of the way our salary structures are set up. We would lose tons and tons of money doing that. But people who are newer to the field, teaching summer school is a great way to get your face out there in a district other than the one you're working in. (laughs) It's a great. You know what? Also in our district that I'm sure this is true in other places. If you have ambitions to be an administrator being an administrator at summer school, which is much a much easier job to get, puts yeah. you in line. It shows people who make those decisions what you can do. Right. Yeah, wow, that's true. You yeah. prove yourself. The other thing, too, to not forget about are there are other non-school summer experiences that you can have as a teacher. One of the ones that... Um, I found I did this several years in a row because I just I needed I needed to do something in the summer because I needed the money. However, I didn't want to do something within my district because I just needed to have it be different. And I actually stumbled on a program through our Children's Hospital of Michigan and this happened to be a camp a summer camp for kids who had traumatic brain injuries. And they were, you know, different stages out from their injury. You know, most had we already returned to school. Um, And so my purpose, there were all kinds of teachers and speech therapists and OTs and PTs that worked in this summer program to give the kids the services they needed. My part was I acted more as a tutor. I wasn't necessarily a summer camp teacher. I was a tutor and they would see me. Um, a couple times a week, and my job was just to make sure that they maintained their their skill level, because with their TBI, it would be very easy for them to regress over the summer. And mm-hmm. that, that was my job. It was a great experience. And think about the differentiation skills I learned on the job. Holy cats! Oh, sure. You know, here I'm, I'm saying how negative it is, but. When I was uh, going to college, I I worked. Uh, it was a graduate school, but I worked with um, kids that had abused drugs and stuff in a program. And what we did is, um, I might, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but anyway, they wrote. I was teaching English, and we wrote. They wrote plays about their lives, and then we um, we 
they videoed themselves. So the whole summer, I mean, I had the really kids with real major drug issues and, you know, kids that had lots of um, behavior issues. And we had such a great time that summer. And at the end, we had um, the parents come and we showed the, you know, we made a great big presentation of the video and everything. Mm -hmm. And they took charge. It was just, yeah, I love stuff like that. So what age were they doing? They were teenagers. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And don't forget that there are camps, day camps, uh, not necessarily sleepover camps, Mm -hmm. but um, you can take whatever is your passion Mm -hmm. and go and teach it at a camp. Yeah. So try out new teaching ideas. Sometimes some of my Mm -hmm. best teaching ideas came from me doing summer camp experiences and trying some things out that I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity to try out in my, you know, school year uh, mm-hmm. experience. But then when I went back into my classroom, I was raring to go because I, it kind of charged me up in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. And that that was exciting. So that's guys, true. Exciting. Actually, a, a few times I taught um, summer school or even we called it winter school because we we used to be year round. So then in between sessions. Um, but anyway, it was hosted on the campus of our local university. Yeah. And it was really fun because the kids got to be on a college campus and do different things. So it wasn't as structured as regular Mm. school was. Mm -hmm. And they loved the fact that they were being taught, you know, quote unquote college. Yeah. (laughs) And so they, do you know, when I was in sixth grade, I was in a program like that. Were you? Where we went to college and studied with some exchange students, actually, who taught us different things about the countries they came from. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I have a niece in Pennsylvania who's going to one of the colleges to to, to take art lessons. And she's like, I think she's in high school, like a freshman or something, but she Uh loves it. Oh, wow. That's off the subject. (laughs) Yeah. But we're proud okay. of her and we, we like it. it. <laughs> so we know that as teachers, ladies, that we can sometimes feel reluctant. Some of us more than others. I raise my hand on that. Because we need breaks too. That is a really important thing. But economics are economics. So what about the kids? If we're feeling that way, think about how the kids might feel. How do they feel? How do we make summer school experience a valuable and motivating thing for the students that we're going to work with? Let's talk about that. So one of my favorite things about teaching summer school is that I can go even more project-based than what I am during the school year. That doesn't mean that I'm not hitting the desired or needed skills, but I definitely can stretch my learners in different ways. And then that means I can stretch myself as a teacher. Um, Tons and tons of favorite projects. What are some things that you guys like to do when you've taught summer school? Or maybe there's some things that you've seen done that have inspired you. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, no, go. You go, Kath. I was just going to say that um, I think because summer is such a feeling as well as a time of year, the kids love to be outdoors. They like to be doing things that are different. So one of my favorite things that we did one year was um, we did a whole study on paper airplanes uh-huh. and the kids, you know, made airplanes, but then they also had to have different variables. And we taught a whole science 
before steam was a thing, you know, lesson on what happens if you add weights, what happened if you fold it a different way. And they had, you know, to record all their data. They had so much fun with it. Mm -hmm. They even did some research, came in, made a lot of revisions to their uh, designs and just had a blast with that. I have, I have a product like that in my store. It's the coolest thing because you really do, Kathy, get into all of that math. Yes. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. It's hardcore math. And yet it's so <laughs> much more fun than the, a worksheet, isn't it? I mean, right. Well, and I think in summer school, you can justify taking time to do things like that versus we're on such a schedule all the time during the year. Right. Absolutely. That's Deanne, true. Deanne, I, what I were know. Our... Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, Deanne, what were you going to share? Oh, I know that you were, no, you were I, about I'm to sorry. Something. I was just going to uh, say that I had worked for a program called Computer Tots when I first retired. And oh. somehow I, I taught the little ones how to you know, use the computers. They were so cute. Oh. But in the summer, I got roped into um, teaching summer school. So I, I mean, I, I really basically had fun with it, but it was really hot. But anyway, one of the things it was using um, animation, teaching them animation. Oh, we did things they about must little. Have loved that. Painted. Oh. It was fun, and but I mean, we had to paint these little things first, and I, you know, the mess, you know what that's like. But uh, it yeah. was fun. Then we had then we had robotics, and I taught taught robotics to a bunch of. Um, I think sixth and seventh grade boys. And believe me, I had no idea what I was doing, but the kids took over and they made the, <laughs> the coolest things. And yeah. I just kind of sat back. And uh, the last thing I did was um, we did, you know, those talent shows, you know, so-and-so has talent. Well, the kids came, uh-huh. we had a talent show and the kids, you know, just performed all these little silly little things, but we had a good time with it. Yeah. And you know, the robotics thing, that was what I was going to talk about a little bit. Our district always has a summer school session in robotics. And that's the one I hear the most about when kids come back to school in the fall. Mm -hmm. Really? These kids loved it. And they were the troublemakers Uh of the school. Of course, I got them, you know, (laughs) of course. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. Who doesn't love robotics? It really um, has something in it for everyone. One of my favorite things to do is... um, is to do drama, to do plays with the kids. Oh, yes. And yes. I'm with you. And I'm, I love that, too. I like to do plays. Um, I like to write plays. And then I do um, musicals. I do, like, piggyback songs with them. So, for example, I have a, um, a Geometro script, and this is about the land of Geometro, and two tour guides take the audience through it, and there's songs for all of the geometry vocabulary. And so it's a musical, and then the kids perform it. And in doing that, they're reviewing polygons, the trying types of triangles, quadrilaterals and what they are, types of lines, congruent, non-congruent. I mean, they're they're playing with all that vocabulary, but yet it's a drama and musical class. That would be and great, be Kat, Tracy, to do. Class. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, spend the summer, you know, doing that with the kids and presenting. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my copy, Tracy. <laughs> I'll, send you, I'll send you my sloppy copy because the songs are published on in my store, but I haven't published the play yet. I, ah. I'm, I'm still cleaning it up, and it's you know you know when you teach full time and you're doing this stuff, I, I don't do anything, and I know we're all like this. We don't do anything that we wouldn't do ourselves or haven't done ourselves, which means right. that. You know, I'm when you're teaching full time, you you get to it when you get to it because yep, yeah, 
Uh, it's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. So guys, I think that there are tons of ideas out there, but I think it's also important to keep in mind what the purpose of the summer school experience is. That purpose can change the what you do with kids and the how you do it. Let's talk about that. You know, we were kind of talking about the uh, non-academic types of things, but really summer school can be used for remediation, enrichment, and sometimes there's programs that address the needs of language learners specifically, or for those students who have medical challenges and just need help maintaining their current skill level. Yep. So I think that the purpose, to me, the purpose really impacts the what I do and the how I do it. So like if I take that drama um you know, math musical that I just talked about. And I'm thinking about, um, you know, how I use that. Would I use that with English language learners? Because, you know, in our district, we do have a, a camp that's geared just for them. Um, would I use that with them? You know, I don't, I don't think I would. Doesn't mean I wouldn't do drama with them, but I would do it in a very different way. And I would still, mm-hmm. in, you know, find a way to do a math musical of sorts, but boy, it would it would look very different with them as opposed to someone who needs enrichment. Mm. You would maybe in that case do math vocabulary and write some songs with exactly. Them yes, because the singing I think would help whether you're an English learner or an English speaker. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's they right. would love it and add movement, and you know, Retta does all of that too. Yeah. <laughs> I have, but not in summer school. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, now that you're retired, Reddy, you could teach summer school. Yeah, there you go. Very smart. Thank you. <laughs> or you could go visit your grandkids, you know. That's right. That's, that's better. right. <laughs> well, that's, think- kind of, that's kind of like summer school, but fun. So, and, and Trace, and go ahead, Kathy. Oh, I was going to say, just like you were saying earlier, though, you know, I think it's the time, like, especially if it was maybe an enrichment summer school, you know, it's the time where you can try out those ideas that maybe you didn't do with your classroom and kind of get the kinks out of it and push the kids and challenge the kids um, in a way that you might not be able to necessarily in the regular school day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I will, you're, build, you're building something. I will there. say, though, when I think about enrichment versus remediation, there is something in my heart, though, that says, you know what? What's good for enrichment is good for everyone. I yes. think, yes. you know, you, the kids who are there for remediation, they're there because they didn't get it the first time around in the classroom. So perhaps a way of presenting it that it is outside of the box would appeal to them and grab them. It doesn't mean you can't have a pre and a post test if that's what your program requires. It doesn't mean that you you can't do direct teaching with it. But those outside the box approaches are a lot of times what those kids need to cement the learning. Yep. Yep, absolutely. There's so much more fun for everybody involved. It is. And it it is. breaks my heart when I see remediation programs and I see kids doing worksheet after worksheet after worksheet. Oh, and drill, that drill, kills drill. me. Yes. Yes. That's not remediation. That's torture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but really, like, as you're saying, you did the math thing, but you could, you know, write plays with the kids, too, that are as English remediation, too. Yeah. And that would be a lot of fun. So, I mean, I just think that it's important for us 
as teachers and summer school teachers to realize that, you know, so much, um, I know it's a big political, or at least it was when people could afford to have gifted and talented programs. But, you know, a lot of the times what we do in enrichment also serves it's good for everybody it serves other populations very 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 well and we're doing a disservice if we're not exposing them in, in those ways right well besides drama which i love using also i love doing bookmaking mm-hmm. as you probably know oh <laughs> yeah so anytime and whether it's the regular school year or summer school i love having the kids write about what we're doing in book format because they take then such pride and care in their work. So in summer mm-hmm. school, I used to do a lot of bookmaking with kids. Mm-hmm. I think, and that could fit in any subject. Any area subject. That you have yep. to teach. Yep. Well, and I even think about like, I know Retta, you make a lot of the, um, the steam pro- projects. And I think about just even doing, um, steam stuff with the kids or maker space, yes not even steam just makerspace stuff when you think about it, yeah you have to, they have you to know, create a plan you know they have to write about it they have i mean there's so many skills that you combine in there and those are real life skills and i hope i'm always watching our district even though i've kind of left it um they have this fabulous steam academy I'm hoping that they offer some summer programs for the kids who didn't get into the lottery. Oh, for the no, we, do. we have a, we have a camp invention still. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great, so great. Glad. So, yeah. glad. so guys, what are your number one tips for teachers who've decided to teach summer school? What do you want to say? What's the last shout out you want to give them? Well, just like Deanne said earlier, know your, or one of you did, (laughs) know your purpose. You know, what kind of summer school is it? What are you going to be doing? And then do something that you as a teacher get excited about. So if you're excited about it, your kids are going to be excited about Mm -hmm. it, whether it's for remediation or for enrichment. Yeah, I, Kathy, I kind of, I agree with you. It's got to be fun for you and the kids, or it's going to be a drag and you don't want that. And also make sure, you know, it's hot. Make sure you wear cool clothes and drink a lot of water. (laughs) Oh, that's a really good tip. And I was going to add to the make it fun. If you're making your plans and it sounds like it's kind of dragging and and it really isn't enjoyable, throw them away and make some new plans. Make it, you know, make it something that is going to be fun for you to teach and participate in and fun for the kids. And if it looks like you're happy and excited to be there, the kids will feel that way too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mine is to remember that don't, you know, especially if you're looking at the purpose of your summer school is remediation, don't get sucked into that mindset that you need to worksheet these kids to death and test them to death. I mean, no, that's, no. That's what a lot of their experience was during the school year, which is why they're here with you in the summer. You know, don't, don't go down there. Don't do it. Don't do it walk away and go play <laughs> yes. for your sanity and for theirs. It's, it's important. Yeah. Back away from the boring. Yeah, back away mm-hmm. from the yes, that's a good yes, one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to watch the clock all summer. No. And you that's don't want true. them to either. That's true. 
you want to get you want to get there and it's over before you even realize it because you were having so much fun exactly well guys this is all we have time for this week we hope that you have enjoyed listening to our episode today we hope also that you if you have something you want to share with us in the comments please drop us a line we look at our comments religiously if you even have an idea for a future podcast write it in our comments share our podcast with your teaching friends or give us a rating on your on the platform in which you listen to us um be sure to check out our blog posts and any links that we might drop in our show notes to help you as you think about teaching summer school and be sure to come back. Be sure to come back next week because we are going to be talking about organizational tips for packing up your classroom. You're in the home. Oh, my gosh. It's almost here. <laughs> home you don't want to miss this one, guys. Be sure to stay tuned because we know you teach so hard. Oh.